What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Oh, stop. Luigi, I don't bother with those little things. When I get my head on the subject, it's to get right down to the meat. <laughs> You're so right, Pasquale. You really meet the head. <laughs> That's a funny thing. And when I'm saying it, it's a come out of different. <laughs> Mamma Mia is the come of the big day. Tonight our classes are going to act out at the George Washington play on the radio contest. And right now, Pasquale is busy writing it. I'm a little afraid of how it's going to come out because, because this morning I saw two books he took out of the library. One the book is The Life of a George Washington. And the other book is The How to Write the English. <laughs> but Mamma Mia, I'm a hope I'm not doing nothing wrong. But maybe he's not going to come out so bad. And, and is he give me a chance to play George Washington without making all cinema mad to me? Ah, here comes Schultz in my story. I'm going to ask him what he thinks. Luigi, my fellow boober. Hello, Schultz. Well, what will the Washington play? Is it good? Am I the hero? Where is it? I want to read it. Well, Schultz, uh, Pasquale, he's right in it. Yeah, but the important thing is... <coughs> <laughs> did, 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 did you say Pasquale? Yeah. Pasquale, that's the Italian Maxi Rosenblum. <laughs> hey, Schultz, maybe it's not going to be so bad. Pasquale, he's reading a book on a Washington. That's no help. It would be better if Washington was reading a book on Pasquale. <laughs> that's Miss Spalding now. I know, I know. I'm afraid to show it to her. <sighs> Luigi, we've got to do something before the contest. Luigi. Ah, oh, hello, Schultz. Hello, Einstein. <laughs> Oh, you heard the good news, huh, Mr. Delicatessen, man? Pasquale, spell cat. Sure. K-A-T. <laughs> That's all. Luigi, your witness. <laughs> so, Luigi, please let's escape out of the country before the damage is done. Look, Schultz, I'm doing Luigi a big favor. The way I'm wrote this play, at least he's a Washington, it's not going to hurt Olsen's feelings. Though what better to hurt Olsen's feelings than we should do the play and break off relations with the original 13 colonies? Pasquale, <laughs> did you write it good? Luigi, stop worrying. I'm wrote a very good play. From the minute I got to Washington throwing that dollar bill across to the Mississippi... Till the finish, where he's to discover Washington, D.C., that radio audience is going to eat up every word. I can just see tomorrow's headlines. Tomain poisoning hits Chicago. Hello, class. Hello, hello, Miss Bolton. When do we go on the air, Miss Bolton? Very soon, Mr. Howitz. Gowdy School is just about finishing their play now, and we're on next. You all better take your places around the microphone, and don't forget when the red light flashes, you're on the air. Mamma mia, we're going to be coming out of the radio. Ah, my heart is beating like a frightened little caca spaniel. 
I feel a little yesterday, too, by Yengele. Oh. Now, Glass, try not to be nervous. I'm sorry I couldn't attend any of your rehearsal, but Mr. Basco, knowing how you feel about Washington, I'm convinced that you've written a wonderful play. Well, uh, well I'm hoping you like it, Miss Spaulding. Oh, don't worry. It's a beautiful play. I, I mean, Luigi took care of everything. I have the utmost confidence in him, and I hope you'll all do well. Our school board head, Mr. Anderson, is here tonight, and he expects us to win for our school. Mr. Schultz, what are you scribbling there? Schultz's farewell address. I'm committing suicide. <laughs> oh, come now. You all look too nervous. You must play your parts with confidence. Miss Paul, I've been looking for Oh, you. Mr. Anderson. Uh, class, I want you to meet our school board head, Mr. Anderson. Hello, Mr. Anderson. Hello. Good evening, gentlemen. I hope you're all ready to do your best. We're broadcasting from only a small local station, but your voices will be heard by many thousands of people. Who are innocent bystanders. <laughs> uh, Mr. Anderson, if we are broadcasting over the radio, how do we know who wins the contest? Well, we've set a time limit. After the broadcast and after each school's presentation, the audience phones in their votes. The school receiving the most phone calls wins the contest. Phone calls? Hmm, that's a fair in the square. I haven't read your play yet, gentlemen, but I'm sure it's a fight. Oh, don't worry, Mr. Anderson. Mr. Basco has a great feeling and love for Washington. Now, class, before Mr. Anderson leaves, are there any questions you want to ask him? Yeah. Uh, which way is Siberia? <laughs> Will you accompany me to the control room? From there, we can watch the broadcast together. Why, certainly, Mr. Anderson. Well, good luck, class, and do try hard to win. Oh, quiet, everybody. The light is turned red. And so, friends, if you like this play best of all, please call at once. The number is Central 0578. And now, our last class, Miss Spaulding's Night School Group from the North Halstead Street School will present several scenes from the life of Washington. My name is George Washington. My papa is a giving me this name because he's the one that I should have been named after a famous man. He was taken at first to name me Benjamin Franklin. But that was no good, because if somebody has yelled out a Benny, we would have both turned around. <laughs> Mama was like the name of John Hancock, but that was taken by some insurance company. <laughs> so, my name is George Washington. I was born on February 22nd, and I remember this day very clearly, because Papa wanted to take Mama to the hospital in a taxi, but he couldn't. <laughs> He's a had the no money in the banks was a closer because it was a legal holiday. <laughs> well, after I was born, six years it was a flyby and I was a six years old. <laughs> One day, I was a plane in the yard when I hear my mama, she's a calling me. George! George Washington! <laughs> yes, Mama. George, I am baking a sherry pie and I ran out of sherries. Here are two Gildensterns. Go to the grocery store and get me some sherries. <laughs> but, Mama, it's a Sunday and a few chetties, the grocery store is closed. George, I, I must have those sherries for my pie. We're having some British generals for dinner. And I wanted something nice to feed those redskins. <laughs> but, uh, Mama, I'm going to see why we got to feed those British. They're giving us a taxation without the representation. 
They refuse to give us our freedom and they're raising the tariff to increase the king's revenue from us subjects. You'd stop talking like a child. <laughs> now, now, go out and get me some cherries. All right, Mama. Well, I'm gonna get to the cherries. I'm gonna run down to the saloon and steal the cherries from the Manhattan glasses. <laughs> Wait, what am I talk about? I'm gonna chop down a pop as a cherry tree. Little did I realize what I was doing until later that night the papa was calling me. Georgie! <laughs> yes, papa. Georgie, come over here. Yes, papa. Georgie, I want to ask you a question. A sherry tree was shut down at four minutes after two today. Ten minutes later, you came into the house with five pounds of sherries. There was a little axe which I found by the tree. I sprayed the handle with powder and I found your fingerprints on it. <laughs> later, later I went along to the scene of the crime with my magnifying glass and your footprints lead directly from the tree to your bedroom. Now, I made a chemical analysis of the mud near the tree and it matches exactly the mud I found on your shoes. Now, Georgie, I don't want to seem suspicious. But who chopped down that tree? <laughs> Papa, I'm not gonna tell a lie. I'm a director. That's what I like. A boy that tells the truth. <laughs> <laughs> The years it was a passerby and a me too. <laughs> now I'm a general in a valley forge. All of my soldiers, they call me hungry. Then suddenly my aide is a walk in, my first thing in the command. And I'm a say to him, What's the new first aide? <laughs> my general, I'm very sorry to report we've had no contact with our nearest headquarters. What are you talking about? For the last five hours, you got a three men figuring out their smoker signals. 